This is the Warm Springs program on KWSO. The Warm Springs Gaming Enterprise has a new general manager. Yes, uh, my name is uh, Sean McDaniel. I'm the I'm general manager for the Warm Springs Indian Head and Casino and also Plateau in Madras. I've been in gaming for about 35 years. I started out up at in Harris and Lake Tahoe. Uh, right before the Barney's Club, so if, if anyone out there is old enough to remember that, <laughs> it's uh, quite a long time ago, but they, they had closed down and they were reopening that. Uh, I started there on spring break, and they made me a presidential candidate. I did some stuff for them, thought it was amazing. The presidential candidate there means that you have to do every job to be a future leader. So they put me through every single job for nine years. I'd done just about everything wrong. And so I think that created a really good background to understand what the team members go through on a day-to-day basis because I've dealt backwards. I've, you know, closed short. It's like I've been yelled at. It's like on the floor. So it's different than sitting behind a desk and being out in, in front of the guests. And so with that, I've opened up nine properties across the United States. I've been in Oregon for about 25 years. I've opened and managed three properties in, in Oregon specifically. And I was at the, the current property I was at uh, down in uh, by Medford. It's, uh, they, were, uh, they were, I was training tribal members movement and, and one was ready to take over. I've been there for about eight years and I saw the ad for Warm Springs. And I heard about Kanita, the resort. Have, uh, Warm Springs Tribe has a wonderful reputation. And when it closed, it was devastating. And so I thought that would be interesting. And just out of a whim, I applied and uh, that's history now. It's like uh, I was lucky enough that the tribe selected me out of 80 candidates, I believe, that they interviewed and uh, to, to be, you know, a representative for the tribe and, and for the casino. So it's, uh, it's been a wonderful experience so far. McDaniels has rolled up his sleeves and gotten busy as he hopes to ramp up operations coming out of the pandemic. Yeah, when I arrived, uh, the board had let me know that, uh, unfortunately, COVID hit th- this tribe very hard and the casino. And so you're closed two days a week. So we're currently closed Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays right now. Um, But that is our first goal is to get open uh, so we can get that uh, money rolling in and getting that cash flow going. Uh, Also the staffing. Staffing took a terrible toll with COVID. And so we're starting to bring back. We just instituted quite a few programs, though, that were taken away or or stopped. One of them is brand new, which is a differential pay. So on swing shift, you get another dollar an hour if you work swing shift. If you work graveyard, $2 an hour and then 50 cents additional for those shifts on the weekends. And so that's a a huge push to help the the frontline team members and and their families. And then we brought back holiday pay, which is an extra eight hours, up to eight hours uh, for hourly team members. Uh, for work in the holidays, the federal holidays. And so that was something that was gone. That we, we were able to bring back right away. And we're looking at other things. They already offer a really good wage. And I think we're seeing the applicants come in now and stuff like that. So I, I, it's looking and trending that we're going to be open back up here soon. Uh, and that's the goal. I think before we get to any you know big plans or anything grandeur out there and stuff like that, I think trying to get the team members and making them whole again. They've been working really hard for us right now, trying to keep the current business running. And so I want to make sure that they can get their time off and vacation time. We can bring in new people before we you know get all the future plans, which we have many future plans. But the main thing is getting that and, and the restaurants that the tribe is so proud of. And uh, those have been partial hours, takeout only getting those open back up. It's like, is really important. And we're getting very close to that. We have a really good crew. 
Coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic and health-related shutdowns and now ongoing issues with staffing, McDaniels hopes to be getting Indian Head Casino back to operations seven days a week. It has become very difficult and confusing, and that's, and, you know, when we have, you see the people coming to the door and turning away because it's, no one's sure. So, yeah. you know, making that, you know, trying to fix that, and the only way to really fix that is to be open. The Plateau Travel Plaza in Madras is finding its footing, and business has been good. Plateau is, is doing really well. It's like uh, they had, uh, you know, their record fuel prices at that one at, at one point, um, but they're, they're they're trucking, no pun intended, right along. <laughs> uh, Estin is a really good manager and uh, of, of the of the plateau, and, and he does a real good job. We're looking at bringing in some uh, some new chicken offerings and stuff like that. The, we're also working on the restaurant that's in there to bring that back online as well. And so the same troubles had, tra- you know, transitioned over there a little bit with uh, with staffing and stuff. So, uh, again, that's our priority is get that restaurant open, uh, you know, as well as the Indian Head Casino. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, just I'm fairly new still, but looking at what he's, you know, what we've already done, uh, there is the, the casino in the, in, the, in the plateau is certainly a draw. It's like it's very popular and it's close to Madras, so the proximity is easy to get to. Um, but I think that his, he has a lot of energy drink food offerings that a lot of the other competitors don't have, and he's capitalized on that. And so, I see, you know, he's got quite a good crowd coming in there with the trucking and also just the local market. And we'll just continue to do that and build on that. As mentioned, the game room at the Plateau is a big part of the draw for that enterprise. The gaming over at the Plateau is called Class 2, and that's, uh, it's, it's basically like, almost like pool tab. It's like, uh, but it's a central determination, which it's a computer, and, and basically it's, it's kind of like a bingo game, and it's on all the terminals. They're all linked together, and so it, they play just like regular slot machines, but they're not, they're not in, this, in the sense of the word Class 3, which is what they call self-banked. It's like so they're they're actually uh, you know uh, uh, you know in a communal pool rather than being individual. That's I think the easiest way to describe it. A class three game has got its own random number generator internally, and so every time you pull a handle, your odds are the, you know of, of winning it are the same. Whereas a class two game, there's a pool of winners and losers, and when it gets to the end, you're guaranteed that prize. Whereas on class three, you're not. So when it gets to the end, nobody knows when that is. But when it gets to that point, the Class 2 game, that, that main prize will win. The Indian Gaming Regulatory Act was enacted by the United States Congress on October 17, 1988, to regulate the conduct of gaming on Indian lands. IGRA establishes the National Indian Gaming Commission and the regulatory structure for Indian gaming in the United States. In Warm Springs, Sean McDaniels is the new general manager for gaming, and he talks about the benefits that gaming has for reservation communities. I think other than, you know, the main money factor, which supplies a lot of the tribal programs, uh, especially with the Warm Springs tribe, it's like I think that just the name recognition, it allows them to bring a cultural awareness to the public that they didn't have before, which, you know, which helps all the, all the tribal programs, but it really it lends to just making a name for themselves. It gives them the ability to, you know, to be represented and, and have some power in decision-making. And so I think that, you know, from my, from my work in, in Indian gaming, it's, it's, it's allowed the tribes to really have a voice and to make sure that the public is aware that the tribe exists, this culture exists, and their traditions, aware to share that. Because a lot of the community, when they come into the tribal casinos, 
they look for that, you know, influence and, and they look and they ask questions because they're truly interested in, in the history and, and what happens. So it gives them a voice. It'll lend, I think, some of our partnerships like with the museum and stuff like that will lend some help to, you know, the museum and making people aware that there's a museum and, and, uh, and some and the cultural aspects of that. We've been working with them. And so I think, you know, not to be, ramble on, but I think the cultural aspect is, is, the, big, is the big thing that I've seen. Other, and their health programs, you know, with, with the money, they're able to fund a lot of their health programs, their schools, and different things like that, which I think is, is huge. You work for a corporation like I did for Harris, and you got a bunch of, you know, uh, you know people sitting around a boardroom, shareholders and stuff like that, and your money is going to make them better. It's like you actually, when you work for a tribe, you get to work for – a community, a family, and the money is going to good things and to help the tribe be successful. And, uh, and you get the plus of learning cultural is really a, is, is really a cool aspect of that. It's like, because uh, the tribes have so much, you know, information and, and so much history. Casinos and gaming for tribes is governed by the Indian Gaming Regulatory Act. You know, they're one of the highest regulated industries, I think, in the country, one of the highest it's like I've worked for non-native gaming part of my life, and, and we didn't have to jump through, like you were saying, all the hoops that tribes have to jump through. I, I don't think that it's fair, but that's always the way it's been. You know, you have the IRS, you have NIGC, you have state pol- you know, police, and they're you know, in their tribal enforcement division. So you, all these hoops that don't exist for non-native you know, uh, ventures is... is is not is 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 abnormal. So when you're coming from a state like Nevada and coming over, it's not is not as highly regulated as we are. So like you said, there's just there's so many arms to that. We could have a show just on <laughs> just on the regulatory process that you know, and we have tribal, and then the tribes have to adopt a tribal regulatory authority, which is independent of the casino, which reports directly to the tribal council, and that's checks and balances on all of us at the casino. So. Yeah, it's a, it just many, many checks and balances. You're constantly being audited. Outside auditors are required <laughs> all the time. And so, uh, and, and that's to protect whenever there's a large amount of money or, you know, or, you know, or things like that, you have to have some kind of protections. Right now at Indian Head Casino, they are looking ahead. Yeah, there's nothing written in stone. I know that the uh, Kanita is the current project on that's on track that uh, that we're not directly involved in, but we're helping as far as advertising and being part of you know the the opening of Kanita. I think that that's going to be huge. Some of the other stuff is like I don't want to mention too many things because your competition is listening, and so it's like uh, anything that we have. There's some exciting things about maybe you know doing something with the current facility and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, and that uh, I can't really share a lot of details about because I don't have authority to do that yet. But um, but I would love to come back and talk about them as soon as I can get back in. I think just opening back up, you know, uh, seven days a week, I think is going to be the huge, the huge news. No announcement yet about casino hours changing at this time. They remain closed on Wednesdays and Thursdays due to staffing issues. But stay tuned. Over at the Plateau Travel Plaza, business is good. They're working on some new food offerings and hoping to reopen the restaurant. I think that the the food offerings we're gonna uh, once that's finalized, that's going to be a major impact, you know, to the guests uh, to have something, you know, uh, with really good you know, chicken and 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 food offering there. I think that's going to be big. 
Um, the, the next thing is, is we're updating a lot of the pumps on the diesel side to make it easier for the truckers. We had a bunch of stuff sitting there post-COVID that needs to be installed and, you know, so that they don't have to go into the building in order to, you know, to finalize their transaction, which is a kind of a small thing. You kind of expect that, but COVID took a toll, you know, on, on a lot of, and still taking a toll on, on, you know, getting stuff and logistics of that. So uh, those are the main things. And then just uh, he's, he's got a whole new offering of just like parts and stuff like that that he just instituted in, in the building, and which is really popular to offer for, you know, uh, you know, for, you know, from air fresheners all the way up to, you know, parts for your vehicle. And that's been really popular. He's been doing quite a few uh, things to enhance the products, uh, you know, on a, with the, like Red Bull and those kind of drinks and stuff like that. The Plateau on-site manager is Estin Kolpas, who has been building the local customer base. I asked McDaniels if the most recent truck stop in Madras has impacted the Plateau Travel Plaza operations. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit in the beginning because that you know the Loves is a brand that you know has a you know a name, but I think that they've uh, you know Plateau's made a name for itself, and so it hasn't you know knock on wood hasn't made really much of an impact at all. I think his offerings are different enough. That uh, that people still like to come. I'm sure they checked that out. But and his gas prices, you know, he usually keeps you know his gas prices really low, and uh, and and uh, which is really good right now. And so that's that's not been much of an impact at all. And I think the gaming room that has definitely made it uh, you know more valuable stop. Truck business continues to be a major segment of the business at the plateau. They're always looking for a, a all-in-one fuel station. A lot of them we you know do are contracted, so their trucks will will search for you know a best rate. And so a lot of the business that he does is in, in that realm. And they come in as a partnership, and they, they bring all their trucks through there when they're in, in there, and, and, and that really helps out. And then I think a lot of them, if they're on long-haul trucking and stuff, they, they stay overnight and, and also gamble. So again, that, that room is, is really nice. So it's like and being open all night long it really makes a difference. Indian Head Casino continues to be closed on Wednesdays and Thursdays due to staffing issues, but they hope to be getting back to regular business hours soon. John McDaniels is the new general manager of the casino and the Plateau Travel Plaza. He is getting up to speed on operations and making plans for the future. One aspect of what the casino offers the community is their donation program. So they're on track to do about $20,000 in donations to the local community this year, which is really huge. They, they, they kept that even going through COVID, so that, that's nice. And it helps a lot of like baseball teams and, uh, and stuff like that that are around here. And so I just I wanted to put a, a quick mention into that because they have their, uh, their monthly ticket boxes where, they, where all the excess tickets as the guests leave, they put in there, and that's about $1,000 a month that they give back into the community. There is a donation request form that organizations can download on the Indian Head Casino website that can be completed and turned in for consideration by the donation committee. And the donation committee, uh, there are several executives, including myself, that sit on the donation committee. We meet monthly, approximately monthly, and we go through all the donation requests. It's, they, they require about 30 days prior to the donation that they're, they're asking for because that way you can get on the following month you know, donation board. And then we, we, we vote on each one and make sure that they, we go through all of the applications. Coming up this month. And we have the Subaru that you're aware of. So we have the car giveaway at the, you know, the end of October. So, so it's October 30th, Sunday. And so that'll be at 8 o'clock. Is, or not 8 o'clock, that's my old time. It's at 6 o'clock. It's a little earlier. So it'll be given away at 6 p.m. So it starts at 3, cash giveaways, 6 p.m. for the car. 
So I think that's going to be our, a big day. And then we have the Halloween costume contest coming up as well. So that's another big day for us that will be is really popular with the community. You may remember the Casino Summer Concert Series in their parking lot a few years back. Although Indian Head Casino doesn't really have a venue for concerts, it was a way to increase the fun and draw in different customers. McDaniel says plans are on the drawing board for all kinds of ideas for the future. Yeah, it's definitely one thing that we're looking at. It's like it's huge name recognition and it brings a lot of different people into the area. So, yeah, yeah I really like concerts. It's a reason to have fun. So it's a, I always look, there's always something every month. So you can look at some weird like donut day or something like that, that you could just have fun around. Just people yeah. are just right now, it's so, you know, the, with COVID and everything else, it's so miserable that people yeah. are just looking to try to have a little bit of fun anywhere they can. Yeah. To learn more what's going on at Indian Head Casino, you can check their website, IndianHeadCasino.com, or like and follow their Facebook page. The Plateau Travel Plaza has their own website, PlateauTravelPlaza.com. They also have a Facebook page you can like and follow. Sean McDaniels, the new general manager for both the casino and the Travel Plaza, here on the Warm Springs program. I'm Sue Matters reporting for 91.9 FM, KWSO.